Hi, everyone, and welcome to Real Shit Podcast, where, that's right, we talk about some real shit. Uh, my name is Alyssa Kinahan Dundas, and today is December 7th. Uh, what I want to talk about today, and it kind of goes into a little bit what I talked about last episode, um, and just I want to kind of dive deeper in the concept of trying to look back within yourself and ask yourself why you think the way that you do or why you act the way that you do or, or react the way you do to certain situations. You know, where do your opinions come from? And I would like to say to a very large extent, they are opinions and the way that we act, think and react to certain situations um, is who we are. It's who we, it's our embody, embodiment. It's how we represent ourselves and how people see us to an extent. And, but so with that, that whole questioning, self-questioning, self-reflection in mind, the topic today is body hair. Um, Or I should say the focus today is body hair, because this is something that I'm currently dealing with. Um, And a little backstory here to not just throw out body hair. Um... (laughs) Uh, this earlier this year, for three months, I traveled around um, certain countries in Southeast Asia, more specifically Thailand, Laos, and Vietnam. During that time, um, I did a week meditation retreat, Buddhist medita- meditation retreat, silent as well, in Thailand. Um, and during that time, I chose, it was my choice, to not shave, uh, as well as like not do makeup and stuff. It was a time to um, just re- be really present and mindful and conscious of where you are in that moment, physically and mentally. And I didn't feel the need to put on makeup or shave. And so it was actually the first time since, you know, being little, little of course, that I didn't shave my underarms. Um, shaving legs... <laughs> Y'all ladies, now in the wintertime, I don't really care. But <laughs> but I constantly am always shaving my underarms. And so during this week, I didn't. And, uh, I, and I really didn't think much of it. I did take note of it in my journal because uh, it was just something that I was doing. But I, again, it was, wasn't something that I was like, very aware of as like, oh, I'm, gr- I'm gonna, I'm growing my hair. It wasn't like the focus of this meditation retreat. But... Uh, when I when I was done with this retreat, I actually continued to not shave for a while, and I did that just to feel it out. Um, and I noticed how it's so crazy how conscious it makes you of your body, and and I and I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. What pissed me off was the issue wasn't the underarm hair. Um, it I actually didn't feel it. It was something I don't know something new to try. I didn't feel it. It didn't really bother me. I actually noticed less of an odor, especially if I put deodorant on, because um, it was hot. This is like the summertime in Asia, all right? Well, it wasn't. It was <laughs> January, February, and March, but like it's it's hot there, and so um, I'm constantly out. I hair under the arms or not, I'm putting deodorant on. But I probably it's the odor was less because the deodorant actually has something to hold on to and like stay there, not rub off, you know that kind of thing. But the only time I was really conscious of it was going to the beach. And I could like be rocking this banging bodysuit or whatever. You know, I'm on vacation, I'm enjoying myself, but like I wouldn't want to raise my arms or I wouldn't want to do these things. And I was left questioning, okay, do I want to shave so that I feel more comfortable 
more comfortable to be myself and be not worry about, you know, this or that. But my thing was, okay, what is it that I'm actually worrying about though? And that's when for me personally, it narrowed down to I'm worrying about the opinions of others and how they're viewing me. And it's so crazy because I shared some of this concern with some of the girls I was traveling with. And like, it's so crazy. Um, None of them really even realized that I didn't shave or I wasn't shaving my arms until I showed them and told them. And it just goes to show, you know, we're always more critical of ourselves than anybody else. And, but it really bothered me that physically the hair wasn't doing anything. It wasn't an issue. It was not like, it's a bad thing. It's not um, negatively affecting me in any way. Um, I should say fit in a physical way where mentally it was like, my concern was the opinions of others. And that, and for me, that's what just narrows down to. Um, Cause I, I didn't really, I like, I guess I liked it. I didn't. I was indifferent as far as it goes. It's body hair. I didn't really care. But yeah, I was. I was shy. I was becoming reluctant in like wearing tank tops or wearing a bathing suit or just putting my hands up there at a at a club like dancing. You know what I mean? Like I just was like, oh no. I was like super conscious about it. And over time, I learned that like guys really don't care <laughs> to an extent. Um, or I, I'm not gonna waste my time with somebody that that cares like that. Um, but it definitely was something that, of a concern with me. And um, eventually I shaved my, my underarms and I got back into like doing that. But recently I decided for No Shave November to not to not shave my underarms again. And um, it's pretty easy. It's November, so I'm wearing sweaters. It's cold. Like no one but me really notices it until I go to the gym. No one has said anything yet. But I've, I've mentioned to this girl, and I was like, oh, because I had a fight coming up. It's like an amateur boxing fight. And actually, I have one today. As I'm talking to you, I have one tonight, an amateur boxing fight at Boston Boxing and Fitness. I'm so excited. So after this, I have to prepare myself. But back on track. Uh, I said to a girl, I was like, oh, oh, we have a fight coming up this week and my arms. And she was like, who cares? And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? Like, and it was, I just noticed, like, it just reminded me that this is still something that I'm self-conscious about and it pisses me off. <laughs> like, I'm mad at myself because it's like, Alyssa, you're better than that. You're stronger than that. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not going to force myself into some into something that I want to do. And I think this is a beautiful, beautiful thing when it comes to just trying to better understand yourself and find yourself in the sense and being comfortable with who you are both physically and mentally, is that there's going to have to be times where you're going, I don't even want to say going against the status, status quo. It's like, to me, not shaving my arms seems like the right thing to do because it's the natural thing to do. And it's like, I'm, I'm like, fuck the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel. But also, I'm like, at the end of the day, though, the beautiful thing is, is that we as women have options and that we as women have choice. And so it doesn't really matter what you want to do. Shaving your arms doesn't mean that you're not trying to fight the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Um, and I, and I, it's, it's so crazy. I actually, I don't worry or put this kind of pressure on other women. I, I, I'm like, yo, your body, do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. Like, I don't, I never like outwardly think like that, but when I bring that that um, 
when I bring those opinions, those thoughts inward to myself, I'm way harsher. And so like getting a little bit into feminism, it's like, why am I so welcoming and open to all these other women, which, you know, obviously I want to be and you should be, but I'm so hard on myself as a woman, like, like not even like just trying to be hard on myself, like as Alyssa, you know, at the end of the day, like, just like, these are factors I'm thinking like, oh, like, this is a natural thing to do that. And I'll say like, if you want to be like, who, who it is that you want to be that you need to do this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm almost like telling myself what to do in harsh ways. And so even though today I'm kind of like opening up about body hair and not shaving my underarms, um, I'm probably going to shave them again soon. Um, and I'm kind of realizing like, oh, that's okay. Like it, it's okay to take time to, to dive into what you're comfortable with and, who, and what you want to do with your own body. Like you don't have to make a, a decision and need to be it forever. Like, and I'm not not that I even really think that far ahead either. It's just like my for example, my whole thing was I'm gonna make this podcast. I'm gonna talk about freaking body hair and my not shaking my underarms, and I'm gonna make a post about it. Obviously about this podcast going live, which you'll be hearing this presently. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, what if? in a week, I shave my underarms, am I a hypocrite? So like, <laughs> and it's so crazy because saying this to you guys, I feel like it sounds crazy. Like, and like, I know it does, but like, this is what goes through my mind. I'm like, will I be viewed as, as a, hypocrite, a hypocrite? Like, oh, I'm all for like, you know, all natural and like not shaving your arms if you don't want to, you know what I mean? You can if you want. But like, if all of a sudden next week I shave them, I, like people will be like, well, what the fuck? You literally just made this whole post, blah, 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 about body hair. And I think so this is what the beautiful thing is about um, just choice, freedom. <laughs> I can, like I said, just because you don't, or excuse me, just because you do shave your arms doesn't mean you're judging of those who who don't. You know, like, so um, that's just me being harsh on myself and with the root thing really stems to, and, I, and I'm using body hair as, a, as an example, that this can actually apply to a lot of things, right? Like why, you know, if you wanna do this, if you, if you are a certain person or you wanna be something that you feel like you're holding back or whatever it is, but you're self-conscious about it because of the way other people think. Like I'm using body hair as my example, but like it can apply to so many other things. And at the end of the day, what it stems down to is society. And um, I think, especially as, as I get older, you realize like people can be so harsh. Like, like you know, think kids can be mean. Kids are mean. Um, yeah, so are adults. People in general can be mean. They can also be very lovely and very nice. But, but um, it's scary to sometimes be who it is that you want to be. And something that I actually wrote down in my little journal to prepare for this podcast is... I wrote, sometimes it's harder to be yourself in a place you call home. And this is actually, I have an article coming out soon about, um, kind of not just about this, but this 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 statement that I'm saying st- um, develops in itself within this article, more so um, regarding travel. But again, it can apply in so many different ways. And I'm gonna say that one more time. Sometimes it's harder to be yourself in a place you call home. And that's what sucks. And I've, I've learned, because I do travel so much, that I have found, found uh, a sense of home in not just many places, but in many people. 
Um, but you know, when it, when I think of like where you know when I'm flying home, like where where are my roots? Where where do I work? You know that kind of thing. It's 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 a different meaning, it's a different sense of home, right? Uh, it sucks that there's a lot of instances where you can't be who it is that you want to be in a place that you call home um, because there are limitations. There's preconceived ideas. Um, there's expectations of who you already are. So like whether it's family, friends, or other people that you are surrounded by, um, there is this idea already of who you are. And there's also, I'm not, not to say that you're playing a part, but to an extent, there's this character that you are in people's lives and vice versa. And, and so diving a little bit with travel, I found that traveling you can be whoever it is that you want to be because when you don't know any of these people um it's if it's your first time meeting new people in a new country and odds are you'll probably never see these people again to an extent i mean i love seeing them again but you know what i mean like you have the opportunity to really be anybody anybody you want and hopefully that anybody is who your truest form is but you can also play around with it which is really cool so you can you you're more likely i find to try new things because there's new, new opportunities have, have um, rose and you're surrounded by different people than you are at home. And so and people look, might look at you different, differently. It's a whole different setting. They have no background information on who you are or used to be. You know what I mean? So sometimes you find a new sense of self. And, I, and I'm applying this to traveling, but that can, this can be um, going to college. It can be going to, to trade school, a new job, relocating. Like it, it can apply to so many different factors. And so when it is time for you to go back home to these, these friends or these family members that have been in your life for years, you're almost forced back into playing this part. And I'm learning now and I get a little emotional thinking about it that I was definitely in a, in a, in a bad place mentally before leaving for my, my trip to Southeast Asia um, about last year, actually. And I've dealt with uh, my issue with dealing with loneliness. And so I can see how me playing around with who I want to be and do I want like, and yeah, and it, it sounds so little, but it, it goes way deeper than just under our grown my underarm hair you know what I mean it's playing around with who I am and being comfortable in my skin it goes so much deeper than just that and that's why I'm saying the theme the theme of these past couple podcasts has been self-reflection and diving deep into why you are the way that you are and why you think the way that you do and I'm realizing now in, in, in sense working in the in the environment that I do with wonderful people I am so grateful and lucky to be surrounded by the people that I am like to the point that like I've realized that I am so loved and supported that it's it's so it's overwhelming and this is why I freaking love Christmas <laughs> this time of year because at the end of the day like my roommate went away for Thanksgiving and they came back and I got them flowers because I know they freaking love flowers like every time they get them and they go downstairs to cook or they go in the living room. They bring their flowers with them. Like, they love them. And I'm like, oh, well, I know they'll really appreciate this, this gift. And I think I love this time of year because it shows, it's a reminder of how, and whole, like I said, I'm very lucky in this sense. And I should say more specifically this year because there's times where I have felt, I know there's people that love me, but I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
that's what depression does. You know what I mean? You, like you can, there can be people that are around you that love and support you, but you just feel like worthless and that you're undeserving of it anyways. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I've been there, but I'm currently in, in, in a very happy place where I'm realizing, you know what? Holy fuck. I'm a nice person. Number one, like, you know, like, it, like it pays to be nice in that People, you know, I'm finding will be nice back to you and friendships, you know, can evolve and develop. And I, I like the holidays because it allows me an opportunity to show my appreciation. And and no, it's not always like from gifts or money. It's literally li- the smallest things that I'm noticing can bring people joy. Like I just like at work at my job, I put smiley faces everywhere and I just try to provide a positive sense of energy. But yeah, gifts that show that I've been listening. Like, um, okay, another example, a coworker of mine loves like mustard. So like when I go home, there's a place called Tully's that I'm probably gonna get their honey mustard and give it to her. And I, she might be listening to this podcast and now she knows what she's gonna get. But you know, like, that's not expensive, you know what I mean? And I won't even have to do that. But like, it's like little stuff that show that like you're listening or I thought of you or like, you know what I mean? like flowers like like little stuff or i got like a bag of chips for somebody their favorite chips literally a dollar 99 like you know what i mean and like you're going out of your way to show like hey like i know i I know a little bit about you i appreciate you and thank you you know what i mean but i'm getting that same kind of love and support reciprocated like tonight's boxing fight that i have i'm (laughs) i have so many people that have told me that they're going to try and come and my thing is like even if none of them could make it but the fact that they're like there people I have people in my life who are saying to me oh I'm sorry I can't make it but I wish you all the, the best of luck kick their ass you know blah, blah blah or I have people that are like I'm gonna try really hard to make it I'm getting work at nine but I'm not sure or like whatever like just a simple thought is goes beyond words and I, and I think I am super appreciative of it because and I, that's why I try to go out my way to show that appreciation back because I've I, I've been in situations where I, I where I don't feel that love and support, but I also know that I've been in situations where I do have that love and support, but I'm just not I'm blind to it. You know what I mean? That's what depression will do to you. So I'm like fuck. I want to show these people how grateful I am. Like this, you know, and, and what a perfect better time of year, you know. And so again, I'm speaking to my own experience. I know that, that doesn't apply to everybody. Um, but even going further into that is that I've learned (laughs) the power of a single person, let alone society or, you know, what's trending and that whole thing. And this ties into everything as far as (laughs) uh, body hair (laughs) and self-reflection and who we want to be and love and support and all the stuff is that the power of a single person. And and I want this to be constructed and understood in a positive way, but it can also be in a very negative and scary way. Um, for example, like my, I've been heartbroken by a single person, you know what I mean? And your whole world, you know, crashes down and crumbles and you thought you were strong enough to withstand anything. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just, again, this is just an example, but we've learned, you know, one person can manipulate 
all, you know, could be super manipulative and change or control a whole society of people. We've seen it throughout history, you know? And so, but we've also seen it in good. So like one bad would be Adolf Hitler. You know what I mean? People are like, how, how could that happen? How can somebody get all these people? You know what I mean? But at the same time, you have Martin Luther King. Like there's, like, there's people that have great power in making change and whether that's a good or bad change you know what i mean applies differently in different scenarios but i think what's so was a big wake-up call for me in my trip was i thought i had a pretty good head you know pretty good set of head i have a good set of heads on my shoulders no i have a good head on my shoulders (laughs) um and real shit um (laughs) No, but I thought I I knew myself well enough. You know, I was strong. I'm independent. Shoot, I'm traveling different countries by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I got this. And yeah, stumble across one or two people and you got, you know, all of a sudden you're questioning your whole life and like, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, and that's what one person can do. So imagine, you know, what a whole society, what what's, especially now with technology, what's trending and celebrities and social media and I did a little bit of research when it came to body hair and women shaving. And it's actually pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> it goes way, 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 way back to like, like I, the, the article that I was reading got into um, Egyptians and then I was getting into like Queen of England. I don't even freaking know. But like saying these standards, right? of what is beauty and what's pure. That's kind of where it started from. But it wasn't until like the early 1900s that like I believe like the first razor was marketed towards women and it was kind of getting into, um, because women were wearing, were wearing more um, sleeveless dresses and shirts, stuff like that. And then there was another one for legs that um, there during the war there was a shortened nylon. So, to make it more acceptable, because so instead of just having your bare leg, you had okay to make it more acceptable, legs had to be shaven. So you know, because now that you're not wearing tights, and so it just goes to show, like, one how circumstances, you know, war, economy can affect a whole trending set of things. Getting then getting into um, celebrities and you know their trendsetters, uh, but what it means for women and. Um, it's so crazy because throughout all these examples, um, as far as uh, something being pushed on men to do, it was never a thing. Um, these these things for women were, were pushed on them as far as like, oh, well, if you're going to dress like this, then you need your arms to be shaven, you know, or your legs or like, you know, you know, and then well, porn played a huge effect on it, too. Um, the porn industry, as far as getting into like pubic hair and all this stuff, like, Hey, you're listening to Real Shit Podcast, so we talk about all of it. So, you're you're ready or not, get ready. Um, But no, it was just super interesting to, like, read about uh, the evolution of women in body hair and shaving. Um, And finally, we're in an era, and this is kind of where the article ended, um, where women have options on what they want to do with their body hair, if anything. Um, You can have fun with it, you know, like, all this stuff. But now it's, we're in an era of choice. And there is a stigma still attached to it, for sure. Um, you know, I've heard stories where boyfriends are like, uh, your legs are a little hairy, blah, blah, You know, talking to their girlfriends. Uh, like, they have, like, they have any fucking say. But, besides the point. 
my thing is like listen if you want to shave shave if you don't don't and fuck everybody else but it's okay if you're not there yet and being comfortable and whatever it is and that applies to fashion that applies to your outfits if you want to you know um stunt on another outfit you know what i mean put something on but you're not there yet as far as being comfortable and putting yourself out there then that's fine like i think that's also what i want to really hit on here is that it's okay to not be so hard on yourself and and evolving into who you want to be right like that's something that you can't rush and you shouldn't rush it takes time to present ourselves the way that we feel is our truest forms let alone um if you're in an environment that's not accepting or whatever like take your time with that you know you have your whole life to be who it is that you want to be and, and we're always changing and growing so it's like don't be too hard hard on yourself and so like that's what I'm trying to remind myself as well um and that you know the power of a person just as somebody can ruin your day or make you feel like shit another can give you enough love to last a lifetime you know and I and I hope you have people in your life like that and, you, and if you don't they are soon to come um there is somebody out there for everybody and I don't even mean that in um romantic way i mean platonic i mean everything you know what i mean there's there are friends there are people there are human beings out there that if they're not in your life yet they will be the love and the light that and i don't want to say you need because you know the whole energy that you don't need anybody but no we do we we need each other to, to pretend that we don't need other people you want to be here without other people liking other people you know what i'm saying so so like no, I we're it's okay to lean on each other. It's okay to feel like you you need somebody um, because that's the way the world is. That's the way society works. Is none of this would be what it is. None of this fucking matters without each other. And diving a little bit into kind of my mind and my meditation, um, and this is why. And I, I wish I found it in my my journal. I could stream through it now, but I didn't really think we'd be going this this kind of route in the podcast. Cause like this is all real shit. I don't edit anything. I go with the flow. I pick a topic and we talk. You know what I'm saying? It's all natural from the brain, like right here live. But no, I'm, I can paraphrase. Um, it's basically the whole metaphor of my back tattoo, actually. But the concept of why everybody matters. Um, I'm a firm believer that without without others existing I, w- I would not exist and I don't mean that with like you know parents I mean if I see you you see me kind of thing and you validate my ex- other people validate your existence to an extent of course you exist I'm s- and you're important for just existing but we impact each other we move forward by working together and this is why I'm so grateful for human interaction. This is why I'm so grateful for the people that I do have in my life that are positive um, influencers and people and just give positive energy is that by me, for example, me sitting here in my room alone right now, talking to my computer, basically, (laughs) you know, but I'm talking to you guys. And for you that that are, are listening, you bring... A, a sense of validation not in just what i'm doing I, i'm not saying that if nobody were to listen to this podcast it wouldn't be valid um i think it still is i still created it i still did it but you are on the other end right now listening to me hearing my voice and i've also gotten great support from those who have listened and have been listening 
And it, first of all, it makes me fucking proud and loved. And like, I'm just so happy that people are taking the time to listen to, listen to me. But people that you that are, you, the person that's listening to this, if you reach out to me, and I hope you do, I cannot describe to you what that means to me, honestly. I, I mean, I'm, I'm creating relationships, engagements, and engagements that I never thought I'd have. You know, that, that's another connection that, I, that I'm creating, that we are creating. And I hope that by you listening to my podcast and listening to me, even just in this moment, um, that you feel something. You know what I mean? Like, I, we're supposed to love, we're supposed to feel, and we do that by interacting with each other, you know? Um, and so, ugh, I get emotional, but you're important because walking down a street and just making eye contact with somebody, a head nod, a wave, a hello, this is where I said, this is where I get into validates your existence because it's saying, I see you. Do you know what I mean? And I guess in this sense, on the podcast, you hear me. And by you reaching out, I hear you. And it's just like, I may even get a little too hippie and deepy for some people, but I think it's a beautiful thing to listen to one another and truly see one another. And just a simple interaction of a hello or a wave can mean the world to people. And I, I think it's little stuff like that like you won't want to get into communication body language and just like language in general like way 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 back the smallest signs we have language for a reason we need a way to communicate we you know like we've always tried to have a way to communicate whether it's through music sign language anything you know what i mean like touch feel like we're all here to feel something from each other from one another and ourselves and create that kind of um energy and that kind of sensation and that kind of communication and so i'm gonna end off with that and just really again i'm gonna beat the nail on the head like really just take time to have some self-reflection of why do you feel the way they do? Why do you do the things that you do? You know, where does that come from? And, and the, the, the thing that's annoying is that sometimes the answer sucks because you realize that it's a society thing. That, oh, I actually only like this because everyone kind of tells me to. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the majority of people kind of like. I just saw a thing recently about music. And it was like, I can't believe we even put other people down for music when music is first of all relative and the whole point of it was to exude some kind of feeling um and so for people to be like oh i can't i can't believe you listen to what whoever or whatever i can't believe you like this or like that it's like to each their own you know what i mean if somebody likes something so long as they're not hurting themselves or others like who gives a fuck like what's trending and like what like like you can definitely put people on like, hey, I think you'd like this person, this artist or this album or whatever. I think that stuff is fine. But to put other people down for their music taste, that's that's the stuff that, you know, again, it's like negative energy. That's just not necessary. And that's not the kind of interactions that we're supposed to be having and let alone why music was created in the first place. Um, it's a way of self-expression. It should never put somebody else's self-expression down. So just so, yeah, just think about, you know, why you... And I think reacting to is really important because reactions are almost coming 
inherently to us. That's why they're called reactions. And we almost don't think about them. So that's why I really think it's important to think about why we react angry or happy to certain things. Because then that can help guide you into further understanding who you are and what you need or want in this life. So again, I, I appreciate you guys for listening. And um, I'm going to be rocking the underarm here for a while. So catch me with it or, catch, or don't. Uh, you probably will. But <laughs> um, yeah, listen, as long as you love who you are, love the body that you're in and how you want to express that, fuck it do it and the right person will find it sexy otherwise they're not for you that's kind of what i'm thinking because the whole kind of stigma of like body hair not being sexy is like really annoying um meanwhile men can do whatever the fuck they want but whatever besides the point um yeah it just goes to show how much of our our thoughts and our actions are based on society what they push for us or or lack thereof so um be who you want to be unapologetically and fucking just be just love be who you are say thank you say hello make sure those in your life that are important to you feel appreciated and yeah again thank you for listening i'm gonna end off here hopefully my fight goes well tonight and i'll be talking to you guys soon so reach out if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or any topic ideas, or shit. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, holla at your girl. That's some real shit right there. So enjoy the day. Enjoy the month. Happy holidays and all the best. Real shit. Bye.